Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny the Nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, friends. I'm going to share with you the eight ways to remove cravings, especially on training days. But first, a quick update. So I am absolutely thrilled. If you know me, you know I love cats. I have wanted a cat for so long now. In tomorrow, I am going to get two cats. So I'm just like over the moon excited and cannot wait to bring them home. I already got toys for them, of course. And it's going to be wonderful. And also, I will be sharing this all on my Instagram, which in other news has completely blown up this past month, month and a half. I've gotten 17, over 17,000 new followers. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you definitely should be. And my handle is Jenny the Nutritionist. So go over there and check it out and I'll see you over there. But let's get back to removing cravings on training days. So we're going to go over exactly what cravings are, define them a little bit, give them the scientific reason behind it, and then go over the different things that you may be experiencing and then how to solve them. So first, what are cravings? Well, if you probably have experienced them before, they are intense hunger feelings or the desire for a specific food. So back in the day, I remember getting home from work and I couldn't think straight. Like I was irritable and I had this strong like pain in my stomach and then my mouth would be like salivating. Is that the word? Salivating. And I, all I could think about was different foods and particularly for me, it was something crunchy. So something like quick that was maybe like Cheez-Its or crackers or potato chips, like something that I can immediately get my hands on and just start crunching on my ad. And I felt like I couldn't really control it. I could kind of control it, but it like didn't matter because I was like, well, I can't do anything else. Like I can't focus. I can't be productive. I can't just sit here. Like I have to eat something. And then I would be like, okay, I have no time to like make anything. I've got to eat right now. That's how I would experience it. Now I know others experience it differently and I am so happy to share that I, I would say never <laughs> experience cravings anymore, which I know you're probably thinking like, oh wow, that sounds great. Sure, sure. It must be nice for you, but it's not because it's me. I, I've definitely experienced them before, but it's because of all of the nutrition information I've gained and then been able to implement. And I see this too with my ladies and that's actually what drove me to do this episode because I see ladies that come in with cravings and then within weeks and definitely by, you know, throughout the program, they tell me like, oh my gosh, it's crazy that I don't have any cravings anymore. I didn't know this was possible. And it definitely is. And that's why I want to go over these handful of things. And I do say removing cravings on training days because I do feel like most of the time that is when the cravings really get ramped up and it's more likely to happen. So what are cravings or why do cravings happen? Well, cravings are really just a symptom. So I'm going to repeat that again. 
Cravings are just a symptom of a root issue that's going on in your body. Typically, it's going to be a deficiency in your body of total nutrient or a specific nutrient, like let's magnesium, for example. So I know a lot of times people think, well, I just, I just have cravings. It's just how I was configured. It's just who I am. And I would really challenge that and say that 99% of the cravings are going to be these eight things that I'm going to cover. So let's get into them. The first reason and probably the reason that I see the most is cravings from under eating. And essentially what's happening is you're not getting in enough nutrients. And so your body is saying, hey, we need the nutrients now. We need the nutrients now. And then it's increasing your hunger hormone. So it's trying to do you a favor. Again, it's just a symptom of what's going on internally. So this is 99% of my ladies that I see are not eating enough. And they might not have intense cravings, but many of them do because of this reason. So the solution is simply to eat enough. Now you're like, okay, that's great. What does that mean? And typically for ladies who are lifting weights, they are going to need 2,000 calories or more. So that's a good ideal target to get to. So that's number one. Number two, not eating enough carbs specifically. So I have a lady currently in, in my Create Your Shape program And she, the first week posted, we have a Facebook group community and she posted in the group like, ladies, what do you guys do about binges? Like, how do you handle that? Do you just, you know, eat less the next day? And I was so confused because I was like, what? Oh, I forgot about like cravings and just being like going all out on all the crackers and chips because you're like, I'm so hungry. And then I immediately knew that it was because like she hadn't, we were getting like ramped up. She hadn't like officially started her targets and stuff yet. And within a week, it was a week and a half. She's like, wow, all of my like cravings are gone. It's crazy. And it wasn't crazy because what was happening is she was only eating, I think like 60 grams of carbs per day, which is just way too low for, especially someone who is lifting weights. And so now the question is, okay, the solution would be to eat enough carbs, but what is that number? I would say on average, it's ideal for lifting ladies to get up to 150 grams of carbs or way higher. It just depends on the individual, but that's a good number to shoot for. And just like calories, same with carbs, you don't just immediately jump up there. You slowly and steadily increase over time. And so we actually, with her, haven't even got up to to 150 grams yet. I think we just got up to a hundred and she already is feeling so much better. So that's number two. Number three, timing of your meals aren't consistent. So for example, if you are eating at maybe we eat breakfast at 7 a.m. and then lunch comes around and sometimes you eat at 11 and sometimes you eat at 2 p.m. and then sometimes you have a snack and then sometimes you don't and then sometimes you eat dinner at 5 and sometimes you eat at 8. If your meals are kind of all over the place, 
then your hunger signals are going to be all, all over the place because our hunger, hunger signals are going to work like throughout the day. It's not just from day to day. So the solution to this is getting a daily structure. This is the first thing I do with my ladies because it's really the foundation that everything else gets built upon and makes everything else so much easier. And one of those things is managing cravings because your body thrives and loves routine. And so if you don't eat for a couple of hours and your body's hungry, it's going to Again, that feeling of, okay, I'm getting hungry, I'm getting hungry, I'm getting hungry, and then the intense cravings come on because your body needs nutrients. So setting up your daily structure, meaning you have breakfast, then you have lunch, and then you have snack, and then you have dinner, whatever it is that works for you is going to be ideal. And that doesn't mean you have to eat at the exact same time every day, but I would say within a two to three hour window is going to be ideal and again, really help manage those hunger signals and cravings. All right, number four, this one gets overlooked, but you're just not making good food. (laughs) This was definitely me. I thought you had to eat nasty food to see progress, and that was really the struggle for me. And so I um, would crave other foods because I just was not enjoying the food I was eating. And the simple solution to fix that is make better food. Now, I know that's easier said than done, especially if you're not super savvy in the kitchen, but it doesn't have to be fancy or savvy. Really, the thing that saved me was sauces and seasonings. I would also maybe add in the grill. I think the grill just tastes better, even if it's like grilled steak, grilled chicken. It just makes everything taste better. But outside of that, loading up on sauces and seasonings. Sauces, I know, cannot always be macro-friendly, but Primal Kitchen is a great alternative for sauces. So that's a good way to start if you like want to spice up your meals that you're already used to making. All right, so that's number four. And kind of along the same lines, number five is you're low in zinc. So zinc is a mineral in your body, but what happens when you're deficient in zinc, everything kind of tastes bland it is unsatisfying. So of course you're going to want to like you have the desire to eat something tastier and more delicious, more saltier, more sugary because everything will taste kind of blander. And I know that there's been studies done on pickier people. So if you're super picky, I typically will between that and I have my ladies do blood work, I typically can see if they're low in zinc from a few different markers and then that we can increase their zinc and help with that. Um, Another thing is if you think about when you get sick, there's a correlation there with suppressed immune system and getting sick and then being lower in zinc. And if you think of when you're sick, you really want like comfort food and like rich and delicious and like thick comfort food that's maybe salty and sugary and all of that. And that could be another reason the correlation to zinc. So if you're like, oh yes, that could be me, then it may be wise to add in zinc. It's a natural mineral. I suggest typically 15 milligrams to 30 milligrams and Thorn Research is a great brand that I recommend. All right. And also most people are deficient in zinc in some way, even if you don't have this specific symptom. I take zinc every morning because of that. All right, number six, you are surrounded by foods 
that you crave and all you can think about is how delicious it is. So I can think of times where I'm at a, maybe it's a buffet and it's delicious food. Or I used to love Jack in the Box, which is like a gross fast food chain. And I couldn't say no to it. Like the, again, the intense cravings came up there. And the reason this happens is because your brain, like you think about the food and that correlates to a feeling, right? Which may be the past times you've eaten it where you've thought it was, it was delicious in the moment. And then it's creating that hunger feeling again. So the solution to this is future self-thinking. So future self-thinking. They have done studies that naturally thin people, I'm putting this in quotes, like naturally thin people are constantly projecting themselves into the future. So they are thinking about, not about how delicious that meal is in front of them, but they're thinking about how it's going to make them feel after they've eaten it. Same thing applies here. Now I would rather not have any deep fried food. I because I'm, con- I'm thinking about how it makes me feel after. It makes me feel inflamed and bloated and kind of just like sluggish and gross. And I don't want to feel that. So when I see the food, I'm not like, it doesn't make my mouth drool, but instead it makes kind of like my stomach turn a little bit. And I'm like, mm, I'm good. But this is a practice. So you can start practicing that now. And then if you do have foods, right, that make you feel awful, really take note and get really specific on how it makes you feel after you have it and kind of put the correlation to, okay, this food, this feeling, and that will help you for the long term. All right, number seven, you constantly have it. So your body is going to crave whatever you constantly give it. So if it's the holidays and it's Christmas week and you are having wine every night and you are having cheese and crackers every night and you're having Christmas cookies every night, then you are going to constantly crave that. So then the next week when it's not Christmas, you're still going to crave that. Now, what I recommend, and this is something that we implement in Create Your Shape 2, it's called a strict week. And it really is like a reset week and it kind of makes you go 100% on to reprioritize your like nutrition routine, but also it really helps to decrease those cravings, especially from consistently having it for the past how you know week or how, however long. Every time I see my ladies who maybe come in who they're like, oh, I'm going to have to, I won't be able to eat this food. I won't be able to eat this food or I'm going to feel restricted. Their standards change. And what really that means is that they were used to having that food, so they were craving it. But then once they got over the, I would say like three to five day hump, they're like, oh, for some reason, I don't really think about that food anymore. And it's because they're not constantly having it. All right, so that's number seven. And the last one, number eight, you don't realize you can have it. Eat it. (laughs) And... This is really common because we're just never taught nutrition, right? So what I mean by this is the main driver of changing your body composition, building muscle, decreasing body fat is going to be your quantity of food. 
And most of the time, ladies are not eating enough, especially my conscious ladies who are really pushing themselves in the gym. They're not eating enough. And so they think that, oh, I need to have less food, less calories. I shouldn't have this food. But really, I'm thinking of, let's say, for example, oatmeal. I had a lady who every morning she used to, she loved oatmeal, but she would feel bad if she ate it. And then if she didn't eat it, she would crave it and be like, oh my gosh, I really want oatmeal, but I shouldn't have it. I won't have it today. But then the next day she's like, I really have to have it. It's so good. But she just didn't realize that she needed carbs. She actually needed a lot of carbs and she actually needed more oatmeal than she was giving herself on the days that she felt bad because she needed those carbs for the rest of her day and for her training. And so she just didn't realize she could have it. And then another example may be if it's less quality food. So let's say maybe it's like a tortilla or bread or something like that that you crave and you desire, but you think, oh, that's bad. But really, same thing. You're like, oh, actually, when you really understand how it works and you know how much carbs you you should have the other day, you're like, oh, actually, I could have a slice of sourdough every morning with my breakfast because I, I need about 30 to 50 grams of carbs at each meal. So same thing going back to knowing how it actually works and then you realize, oh, I can actually eat this food. It doesn't have to be something I have to restrict from. All right, so those are the main reasons that I see that cravings come up and then how to solve for them. And then especially I see them or this happen more on training days. So now you know how to handle these situations. And of course, in Create Your Shape, I go into more specific and individualized detail for my ladies. But for now, I'll see you next week on the Create Your Shape podcast. Hey, if you work out and want to look like you work out, then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at jennythenutritionist.com slash create-your-shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at jennythenutritionist.com.